Hello everybody and welcome to Showhoppers Lost Season 1, Episode 22, Born to Run. Minus spoiler warnings for The Leftovers and uh, obvious spoiler warnings for Lost up until now. I'm Kurt, joined by my former science teacher, who might be a doctor, apparently, I've learned from this episode. It's Giselle. <laughs> Did you like that line? I, I like that. That was good. I forgot. I thought it was next episode, this line. I... I am not Dr. Sal. Ah. Uh, I am what a shame. Well, we are here almost finishing up Lost. Mr. Sal has never seen Lost. This is his first time watching through it. I've seen some of Lost. I've seen season one, and I've seen season two, I'll admit that, and I won't go on to how much more I've seen past that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Mr. Sal knowing. <laughs> but we're nearing the end, and I do want to quickly, before we talk about the show at all, the housekeeping in terms of for the next two ep- well next three episodes because now we're getting to the finale this exodus there is no more character this was a kate episode there are no more um it's all like just multiple flashbacks per episode yep and whatnot how do you want to do the final two episodes because now just hit me exodus two part one exodus two part two i mean my thinking is they're two separate episodes they are two separate they aired on the same day though they did See, that's what I, my first thought was okay they're two separate episodes but they aired on the same day so so we'll talk about this between shows and we'll, we'll get back to you by exodus one what we will do for exodus two so exodus one is is definitely its own thing that's definitely its own part certainly yeah because that, that they aired a week before but exodus two part one exodus two part two so. okay well i think we need to think about what we did with the pilot which was two separate episodes but did that air back to back i believe that aired on different days let me quickly check oh my gosh let me quickly check it was different days i'm looking right now yeah okay so this is this is a new precedent set now in the series what do we do hmm i don't understand why they probably for rerun reasons that's that's my only guess yeah i have has lost ever rerun Probably. I mean, they probably rerun seasons. I don't think it's indicated, but maybe it is. I don't, if it's network TV, I'd imagine it, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to doing it all at once, but you've seen it. Like, are, are, if we do it all at once, are we going to have a four-hour podcast? Possibly. Let's, uh, let's get back to this by next week okay? okay i just wanted that question out there because it did just hit me as i started this yep. of you know we should we should come up with a reason of or whether we want to do both the episodes yeah do exodus part two or two separate ones but sure. now that that's out of the room more importantly is what did you think of this episode born to run kate's episode her first one tabula rasa you loved it was your favorite episode at the time favorite episode for some time mm-hmm. and for second episode, whatever the case may be, my least favorite, one of your lowest ranks, probably will stay in your bottom five, I hope. I hope this beats whatever the case may be. Okay. Uh, Born to Run, the Salas scale, the side story, I, I, it's hit or miss for me whether you like the side story or not. Well, what are you defining as the side story? Oh, sorry, so I, I mean flashback story, my bad. Okay. Flashback story. Uh, hit or miss. I'm going to ask you, what do you define as a side story? Uh, I defined the side story in this case as basically the hatch. Okay, I agree. I so, agree. Um, but but with that, I'm, I would include Walt in the hatch. 
Okay. Because Walt does okay. So basically and, anything with John Locke is the side story in the gotcha. episode. And then obviously stuff with Mike and Ben Sawyer and Kate's the main story. I think I don't know how you felt about the flashbacks, but I know you probably felt a massive payoff from a Walt's warning and at least seeing the hatch again. Mm-hmm. But uh you saw Saeed, he was his last episode, we saw a bit of Saeed. The leading Jack to the Hatch, and the main story. You like Sawyer always, and we got more Sawyer. I don't. I really don't know how you felt about the flashback. I'm gonna err on the side of Kosh. I'm gonna say you gave this episode an eight. Okay. Oh, do you want me to tell you? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, I gave it a nine. Okay, go. What do you think about the flashbacks? I gotta know. Uh, I gave the flashbacks an eight. Oh, okay. You liked him more than I thought you would. I liked him. I didn't love him. Okay, uh, fair enough. But it's not bad though. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I I gave this episode a nine. Yeah, yeah. I I gotta I gotta say like I I looked at we've talked about this. I've looked I looked at the IMDb ratings. It's criminal uh, to how me. low this one was, and I, and I don't get that. Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's criminal how low I I think it's criminal that the greater good gets worse than do no. I I think I don't think this like. The lowering of these st- like numbers on IMDb is justified in any way. My only guess is like, born to run. Maybe people were upset by the fact like maybe people didn't remember Walt's hours. Yeah. Maybe that was like passed by people, but I really I don't know why. Maybe Look, people like, like Kate as a character, and so she gets shafted in this episode. They get upset. I no, I think it's the opposite. I think people maybe don't like Kate as a character. So the fact that she gets a point of view episode. Oh okay. Like I, I don't know though. But here, here's the thing. I, I think Walt, as a character, is underutilized on this show because he's mm-hmm. one of the most interesting characters to me. I know, I know, I know. You really like Walt. I know you like, want to see more. Walt. I like him so much that I have to go back. I think I have to go back and reevaluate where I'm, where I rank special. <laughs> I, I really do because I, I'm, I was thinking about it and I'm like, do I really like this episode more than I like Special? I'm not so sure. I do. But I really like Walt. Okay. Because well, I mean, Walt is like, he's he's got a superpower. Possibly. There are no, there are no other characters on this island that have a superpower, as far as we know. So Walt does, and it's crazy, and and I, I think he's underutilized. But anyway, my my point about the rankings is, I, I think I know why there's this drop off for the greater good and Born to Run. Okay. Well, well there might be two reasons at play (laughs) all right the first reason this is the less nefarious reason this is the the reason uh i see a reason here now that i hope this is the reason i hope is the case i hope that it's because deus ex machina was such a bombshell that they dropped on us at the end that it had to be ranked like over the moon high Mm-hmm. But anything that doesn't further that plot is going to take a dip, mm-hmm. except if you kill off a main character. So, <laughs> border. So, uh, uh, do no harm doesn't get that dip because they killed off Boone. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the greater good and born to run don't do enough to further to further that plot. Mm-hmm. To garner the kind of rankings that that got. Now I hope that's what it is. Because you're hoping in the finale. 
So, okay. When I say I hope, I mean, I hope for the sake of humanity that that's why people are voting lower on these episodes. Okay. And now what's the, what's the, the more nefarious reason that I think people are probably voting lower on these episodes is because they're racist and sexist. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I think it's a, I think it's the third reason why. Okay. Now, granted, the greater good, I will I will put an asterisk on that one. We did talk about how that was during a little after nine. It was only three years after nine eleven. Yes. So maybe maybe there is some controversy in that episode. Maybe. Whatever. But if I'm looking at IMDb release dates, April sixth, do no harm. May fourth. Mm-hmm. Is when the greater good almost a month later was when the greater good came out. Oh, and then next week we born to run. Basically, yep. they took they took a month break and then released the next five episodes. Well, most shows do that. It's the 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 May sweeps like the season finales are all happen in May. Yeah. So yeah, so so they'll take that break, and I can't remember why they take a break. Uh, but there was a month March second to March thirtieth between numbers and Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Really? Yeah, look, it, numbers was March 2nd. Deus Machina was March 30th. Almost a month between the two episodes. Okay, so part of why you get this with network television uh, is because of sporting events. Mm-hmm. So March Madness takes over a lot of TV time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the, in the like October uh, or October, November... No, I'm I'm sorry, not November. October is baseball playoffs. Uh, June is NBA and um, NHL playoffs. Uh, football playoffs start in like December. Uh, I think it's December. So, uh, so a lot of times things will get bumped for the sake of sporting events. Uh, the other thing that you always have to take into consideration is uh, the holidays. Because the the virtually no uh, serial television program is going to have new episodes from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Okay. Um, but the March second to March thirtieth. I mean, the only thing I can think of is March Madness, but that's the, that doesn't seem like it would. I don't know. I, I'm I'm really not sure why they would take that big a gap and then take a, such a, a big gap again. Mm-hmm. For the greater good onward, because past the greater good, there are every week, finale. Yeah, uh, odd. It's 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 odd. I thought maybe that's the reason why it could be because Deus Ex Machina is a great episode to see. Maybe mm-hmm. it helps with that blow, but maybe the greater good wasn't good enough for being a month long way combined with the controversy. I don't know. Born to Run though, Born to Run is even lower than the greater good though. So, so it's okay. weird because they came back for two episodes. Yeah. March 2nd, they did numbers. Then they came back. They didn't come back until March 30th. And they only came back for two episodes. They left for a month again. And they left for a month again. That's really bizarre. I, I mean, the other thing is, I don't know if uh, what their shooting schedule was like. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of with, with these huge order network dramas or network comedy. There's actually a lot of gaps in this season. Yeah. Like a lot of times they are shooting as they go. We've talked about this mm-hmm. too. So it's not like a, a premium a premium channel where you're shooting, you shoot the whole thing. It's, everything's done before it ever airs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, with these um, 
with these big order network series, a lot of times you're uh, you're going to shoot while earlier episodes are airing. Yeah, I see. There actually are quite a few gaps in the season. Like after Solitary, there's a bit of a gap, half a month. Yeah. Which I guess actually half a month's only a week. I'm just looking at the season two dates, mm-hmm. and it looks like they they did again have a March 1st to March 22nd gap, but it's just not a huge gap, but it's a gap, but they didn't have that subsequent gap thereafter. It was every week thereafter. Oh no, they did April 12th to May 3rd. So I, I don't know. I was linking up for the May finale release. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's, I, 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 still a great episode. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I, I like I say, I, I'm not sure why it's rated so low. The flashbacks in a main story. Uh, main story, I gave it a nine. Mm-hmm. And side story, ten. Okay, so I, you know, yeah. I, I know you gave that a ten just because of the Walt thing. Uh, not I, just because, but that's a big reason. I feel like. Well, it, to be perfectly honest, there wasn't a whole lot of side story. There wasn't. There, there was uh, most of the story ties in about this Mike because it, it was between like Mike, uh, Sawyer, yeah. Kate, Jackson yeah. interacts with them. Very only in the beginning do we get more of the side story. Past that's more. Of there's there's the one scene at the hatch, mm-hmm. and then there's the one scene with John and Locke, and then there's the one scene, or not John and Locke. John is Locke. There's so there's the one scene at the hatch. There's the one scene between Locke and Walt. And then there's the one scene between Walt and Mike. And that's the whole side story, I think. But all but those three scenes were like my favorite three scenes in the in the episode. They're really good. They're really yeah, they're good. So So well, glad glad you like the flashback. I didn't know if you'd like the flashback or not. Yeah, I like the flashback. I I actually thought it went a pretty significant way to making me okay with that model airplane yeah dude, it's okay i st- I, was, I probably rate the main story higher than you do but i rate the flashbacks probably a little worse than you do mm-hmm. but i still would have i still would like some kind of explanation because the flashbacks they went a long way toward explaining the toy airplane but they didn't do pretty much anything to tell us why kate and or her mother were fugitives of the law when I I will tell you, um, I believe you you will get answers at some point. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, so. you know, they're, and they're stretching that out. And, and yeah, I keep thinking that you know this this series on a premium channel where you only have like twelve or thirteen episodes would be so lean and jam packed, and every episode would be so incredible. <laughs> It sounds like the wasted potential here. You know, whatever. It's 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 just the way it's it's. I that's that's the biggest crux of a lot of series. We talk. We've been talking about Dexter somewhat, and yep. For us, in about they they just announced that there'll be a H uh, a Showtime yep. right. Yep. Yeah. Showtime uh, wants a. They're gonna get a ten episode limited special of Dexter. It'll be out hopefully by next year in the fall tentative date but you know dexter is a series that got kind of ruined by just 
filling stuff in. Even actually, that was a premium channel that was Showtime. Yeah. That was premium well, network. So, but the same the same basis of just that's a, that's a unique case though because Dexter made Showtime. Like <laughs> pe- people were only subscribing to Showtime for Dexter. There's no way they were going to let that be. You know, uh, they were. There's no way they were going to let that go into its sunset at its peak. Yeah, I see what you mean. They, they were going to milk that cash cow f- as much until it was dry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and they definitely dried it out. So, <laughs> you know, um, it's, but it's it's different than say, you know, I I I, I my favorite show is The Leftovers. We cover The Leftovers. It got three seasons. It got 28 episodes. You know, that's that's what it got. It it wasn't making a whole ton of money for HBO. Uh, it was doing very well critically, but like it's it tells a succinct story and it's very lean. There's not a lot of bloat in that series, you know. Th- there's blo- there's gonna be bloat in anything that's on a network. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is because they're they're trying to milk it for all it's worth. But at any rate, uh, it's it's not like it's bad. It's losses really good there's a lot of great stuff i just always think about how like over the moon i would be about it (laughs) if sal had unlimited funds and could acquire anything he'd want he'd acquire the rights to lost and make people he'd have linda he'd pay lindelof to lean up lost you know i think lindelof would love to do it yeah (laughs) but like if this let's say this were 13 episodes instead of 25 Oh my God! Like it, it, it would be incredible. Be really good. But anyway, uh, but I I didn't dislike the flashbacks. I would like to know more, of, and I'm sure that I will eventually about what Kate did to be on the run in the first place, about what her mother did to be in a hospital guarded by uh, uh, some law enforcement officer, and about what Kate did to her mother to make her mother scream well, for. Let him. me just say. I'll, I'll spoil this title. So in season two, I'm quickly looking. Okay. In season two, episode nine, there's a titled episode called What Kate Did. So I'm not, I'm not going to tell you anything, <laughs> but that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully that, that keeps you happy enough to know. There you go. What Kate did. That's awesome. So you can look forward to that. I kind of like that. You will, you will, you will find out what Kate did. I like that we actually know that her name is actually Kate. It is Catherine. Yeah, Catherine Kate. Yeah, Katie well, Kate Catherine. Yeah, I like I like that. I you know because there I thought there was a reasonably decent chance that her name isn't actually Kate, but it would it would yeah. There's a chance of that. I, I guess one reason they kind of have to say her name's Kate is because her name's going to be on the manifesto, and so if she had lied, Hurley would have probably realized when he was looking through the manifesto. All right, everything. So. I, 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 that would be a plot hole, unless Kate just so happened to copy someone else's name. I, I think you mean manifest, right? Yeah, manifest, not manifest. No. <laughs> Sorry, Hurley's not, Hurley's not the Unabomber. And he, yeah, he's not, he's not trying to get his ideas across. <laughs> anyway, though. Okay, let's get into the episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we start on a flashback, cold open-esque, right? Yeah. And not, there's not much here. All we see is, obviously, Kate's on the run. She dyes her hair from blonde to brunette, changes out her license plate, goes to, I think it's, I thought it was a post office at first, but I think it's more like a lobby, a hotel. I thought it was the lobby of the hotel. Yeah, yeah. It's, so I think it's the lobby of the hotel, and gets a letter for, it doesn't really matter, just some fake name she was using. Okay, I, so 
you're glazing over a lot of stuff here, but you're probably fine in doing so. I spent a lot of time. Yeah, trying- I, mean, I, I can get through it more if you want, because I have everything down. I just no, I, just, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out the meaning of the license plates. The license plates is in Nebraska. She swaps to Ohio. Yep. The, uh, but the, I was looking at the numbers. Yeah, the numbers. I know you look at the numbers of the license plate. I couldn't make sense of anything. Did you? No, I didn't, I didn't bother to. Cause I don't, you, I'm the not one thing man. I will say is that some fake name was Joan Hart. Yeah. And immediately after she gets the letter for Joan Hart, they show the Ohio license plate, which the, the slogan on it is the heart of it all. Okay. So... <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that's got to do with anything, but I. I think that was intentional. What was the name of the famous, famous French fighter? Is it Jonah Arc? It's Jonah Arc. Jonah Hart. When, when, I like... I heard, when I heard Joan Hart, all I could think of was Melissa Joan Hart, who was the uh, actor who plays uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch in the original series. <laughs> so you. I, I don't well, think that has anything to do with. No, it, it has no bearings on this now. So yeah, she reads the letter and she starts to cry. Mm-hmm. So that, there's the end of that. Did you read any of the letter? No. Did you? I, I, you. I, there, I mean, I don't. I couldn't make out most of it, but I, I got some out of it. It was like she's getting weaker. Um, she's refusing uh, to stay at the hospital, but we might not have a choice. So it's so, about her mother. Yeah. So I, I don't know who wrote this letter, but. It was. It, point. It, I never thought about who wrote it. I just presumed it was Tom, but Tom wonders what she's doing here, actually. So, yeah. I, so I don't know who wrote this letter, and I don't. I don't know why. How they knew she would be at this hotel, and I don't know uh, what has really happened to her mother. But anyway, uh, we're back. We're, we're back to the present day. Oh, do you like that transition? We're looking hands up, and we see her playing with the airplane. Uh, yeah, sure. No, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't think it was all that clever. But... Uh, it wasn't all that clever, bro. I was like, oh. Clever, actually. So I, did, I, did. I was like, oh. I liked that. Anyway, uh, it's Charlie. He looks really invigorated throughout this entire episode. Invigorated. Yeah, that's the word. Like we see him, uh, maybe twice. We really see him throwing it, but both times he's on his guitar playing music and he's excited. Uh, what you know, he talks to Kate about. You know, his drive shaft, his band, and you know they think he's dead. So the sales probably went up. And when he comes back, wow! Imagine all, all the money he's gonna get on his tours. And he is so confident in the raft. No wait, not raft. Nay, boat will work. <laughs> right? He calls it a boat. Uh, and he's he's super excited. Right? He's yep. exuding with confidence that they're gonna get off this island. Mm-hmm. And he even says the line of like, "The helicopters will come and they will make us famous." Don't yes. you want to be famous, Kate? And you clearly tell how Kate feels about this. So I had never thought about this. Yes. And I knew this episode challenged your entire belief of, why does Kate want to get off the island? Yeah. Right? And they clearly demonstrate why Kate wants to get off the island. Yeah. We'll see more later. But... Which, is, which is cool, because I had never thought about it that way before, but it makes total sense to it me. It does make perfect sense. Because I'll, I'll outline it really quick for the listeners. that So Kate knows that she's obviously on the manifest they suspect everyone died on this plane, right? But once once they know these people that go on this raft to get people to help them, once the rescue team comes, they're going to know, okay, people on flight 815 are here. So they'll have a list of all the names there, including Kate's name. 
Yeah. Along with that, people there know Kate's name. So, like, oh, yeah, Kate lived. Kate's with us somewhere. So, Kate can't really hide her identity once the rescue team comes. Yeah. They're just going to know she's there, and they know she's a criminal. So, she's just going to get caught. Not really much she can hide from that. Like, at all. She can't hide at all once a rescue team comes. What she's hoping to do is to get on the raft, because then she'll have some sort of element of they don't quite know her name yet, right? She has yeah. a chance, at least. At least she'll be on land, ideally. Get, get to land and just start running do something but better chance than when the rescue team comes to you and they know that there's a criminal on the island or possibly so a criminal on the island i had never thought about that never made that connection but my question is had kate thought about that or is it just this conversation with charlie that triggers it because she never showed any interest in the raft in fact michael asks her why the sudden interest in the raft i i don't think she does I think I think she made this connection when Charlie says they're going to make you like they're going to make us famous. Don't you want right. to be famous, Kate? This is where she makes the, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, I I think so too because there's, she's never done or said anything to indicate that she was worried about this possibility. Yeah, so I I think she comes up with it like the same well not the same time because she they, they explain it more to us the listener later on. But did you did you at this point understand Kate's worry? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So Kate is very, she's worried yeah. about becoming famous. No, she's the wrong place. She, you know, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but she melts the passport so the photo mm-hmm. so that she can assume the identity of, is it Joanna? Yep, Joanna, the one yep, that drowned. The, the one that drowned, yeah. Um, and so she, I guess, is going to use that identity when she gets back to land on this raft if, if that works out for her. But she could have just as easily done that when they got here. So the difference of that is, it, my my thought process on that is, that is, if they come on the island, there's gonna be so many people around yeah. you, and they're gonna be like, no, that's Kate, or someone's gonna say they're gonna, they're they're gonna ask other people like who made it, who's alive, and no one's gonna say Joanne lived, because Joanne did not live. Right. So how you know it's just not gonna make sense if you're on a raft with three other people. Yeah. You can maybe you know sweet talk and you can do some it's more feasible than just well, you could just take off running as soon as you get literally there. yeah literally you, you can just take know. off running you don't ever show your passport that's like a just a what it looks just a in case situation exactly yeah, yeah just like a just a card in your deck but yeah Fair I, enough it would take it's a lot useless of, on the island if they come for you that's true yeah it would take a lot of coordination that's, yeah especially they probably have fo- like photos of everyone that went missing so they probably know what joanne looks like yeah, maybe. And they probably know to look out for Kate. I buy it. Yeah. I buy it. A lot, a, lot, a lot there, but yeah. So, really, really good reasoning, though. And I'm glad that they explained it. And mm-hmm. they, really good. If you, it makes Kate, everything Kate does this episode makes great sense. Yep. Right? And just in case you didn't figure it out right then, Sawyer's going to tell you all about it. And just of course, wait. Sawyer the explanation man. <laughs> I, I, I called him later in the episode. I, I wonder if you also thought of the same nickname. Lawyer Sawyer. The lawyer Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> became a lawyer. We'll get we'll get to the court case in a bit. Okay, later on. I love the lawyer Sawyer. So, well, while they're talking about this, we we hear yelling by the raft builders, and we we learn of a new character's name. What's his name, Mister Sal? I didn't catch his name. Oh, it's Art. Arts. Art. Arts. It's it's spelled A R Z T. Arts. I don't know. It's Art or Arts. Wait a minute. Really? A R T Z. A R Z T. Sorry. Hold on a second. His name is Dr. Arts? Arts, yeah. Okay, because that word that you just spelled, A-R-Z-T, means doctor in German. Oh, there you go. 
Oh, so that's that's why. Well, this makes a lot of sense. Why you said I'm a doctor? Oh, there you go. His last what? name is Arts. Because I'm looking at his wiki page too. Because I want to know the spelling of it. It's Leslie Arts. Leslie Arts. Okay. There you go. So that is the spelling of it. Interesting. Well, so I did not know look at that. Thank God he knows from German. That, is, maybe that's why he calls himself a doctor. Well, that, that makes me wonder: is he actually a doctor, or is he just saying his name means doctor in German? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But, <laughs> but here, here's what I can say. So, Arts is warning them about the monsoon season coming up because I'm a doc. Uh, well, I love obviously love the line where Sire, Sawyer's like, "Why do we should we listen to you?" And he goes, "Because I'm a doctor and you're a hillbilly. You're yep. you're a high school science teacher. <laughs> your rebuttals, which maybe you can relate to, being a high school science a high school teacher. teacher. I, I Did am. Did ever tell you that in a like a, not even like an argument. Like you're a high school t- science teacher. What do you know? Uh, about monsoons. I think monsoons. Something like right in the high school, especially at earth science teachers camp. But um, no, nobody's ever criticized me that way. I guess. I'll start doing that. Okay. All right there, you go. So, anyway, science teacher, we we get the warning of the monsoons, and right now the winds are going north. But once the monsoons start, which they're going to do it like any day now, they're going to head south, which means if they take a raft out there or the boat, whatever you want to call it, it's going to go for Antarctica, which is, I mean, are penguins? Penguins are in Antarctica, yes. So you yes. don't want to see the penguins, though. No, you don't want that. And as Arts puts it, they should have left yesterday. So this is a, this is a big deal. I don't, know. I don't know why Arts just now is telling everyone this, but maybe he just also realized this now. But... Yeah, who knows? Monsoon season's coming up. And then they're going to have to wait about like four months, three months or something. And that's that's a long wait. Because at this point, let me tell you a day counter, actually. The episode, actually, this whole episode takes place on day 43. Okay. So it's only been about a little, about a month, almost a month and a half. So okay. another three, four months, it's a long time. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I, I'm going to ask you, do you think, so you said for the last raft, it was not going to set sail. You were technically correct to get burnt down. Yeah. This raft, is this going to ever set sail? Huh. I'm going to say no. Never set sail. Okay. I'm not going to ask you why, because that's getting too much into it, but you don't think it will set sail. I don't. Okay. Fair enough. I don't think I don't think Sawyer's leaving this island. Series is called Lost, Not Found. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, okay. Okay. Well, we go on, and we, this is where we see Kate kind of trying to talk to Mike and trying to see if she can find a way onto the raft. And during this, we we, we get the intro. Uh, nothing special about that. So back back to it. we see Kate wants Sawyer's spot, and. Michael stands pretty strong up for Sawyer, going, hey, Sawyer gave us supplies for the first raft, and he has helped us somewhat for the second raft. Yep. And Kate's really trying to find a way on. She talks about how she kind of worked with some sailboats before. Sawyer knows nothing about sailing. And she even gets to the point of questioning if Walt should go, which just makes she, Mike really defensive. Yeah, this is desperation. This is desperation. And Mike basically says, Walt is coming. We're done. I'm busy. That's the end of it. So... Here, you definitely know what Kate's plan is. She wants to get on that raft. 
what lengths did you think she would go to? Because obviously she's not going to stop here. Uh, I didn't think about the the lengths she would go to until she said it to Sawyer later. Oh, okay. And then it was like, whoa, okay, Kate, that that elevated quickly. This this episode really shows cunningness in Kate, I'd say, but more, I don't say Machiavellian, but maybe like just a. I I think that's a reasonable. That's fine. I think it's a fine word actually. Yeah, just the 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 lengths Kate will go to. Yeah, I think Machiavellian's a good word for it. Just the things Kate will do to get what she wants or things she needs. Mm-hmm. She uh, she really crossed over a lot of moral boundaries. A lot. Look, you think Sun's going over some moral boundaries? Kate takes her moral boundaries and like it goes into another step. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so you get another flashback, and this is Kate in the hospital, uh, kind of posing as like a flower delivery person, and therefore Diana. Jansen, so Diana, her mother, we later find out. And as she walks to deliver the flowers, we see a cop in the hallway outside of Diana's, Diana's room. So Right. And now, I actually did not know that was Diana's room. I I, I didn't realize that at first, too, until she was in Tom's car. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cop is probably blocking her from going in. It, it took me, and this is, I guess, one of the one of the things that knocked the flashbacks back a peg for me. Like I, I had to really put some pieces together here. A lot was not very clear, but I guess that's probably a good thing. That now that I think about it, that you know, I, I thought this cop was just in the hallway, you know, for somebody. Didn't I, I didn't realize it was Diana. I also uh, didn't put that together until later when they were trying to arrange a way for her to see her. I thought uh, at that point I was like, oh, I guess she needs to be someplace other than her room in order to be seen. So therefore maybe that cop was watching her. Although it's never, I don't think it's ever really explicitly it's never, stated. It's never stated, but I thought, it was, I thought it was assumed after a small, like within this flashback, it was like, oh, that cop's waiting for her. Yeah, yeah it's definitely, I think that's definitely the implication. But, but I, yeah, they never outright say it though. Right. right. So good thing, bad thing. That's a, that's, that's, you know, you want to be spoon fed? Do you not? I think I think yeah. that's a step too far, though. I I do think that they should have been more explicit that this cop was looking out for Kate. Or I mean, maybe and or just show Kate wanting to go in the room, like the word Diana, or just she peers in the room, or some way to indicate that this was I mean, the room she wanted to go in. The, okay, so here's here's my I guess my biggest issue with it. She checks in at the at the desk to figure out what room she's in. Mm-hmm. And they just tell her what room she's in. It would seem to me that if she's being guarded, she would, they would have said, All right, we have to just, we have to get the, uh, we have to announce you to the guard to make sure it's okay for you to go in. Actually, I, I, I just wanted the disconnect between the cops and the receptionist. And the, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if, if she's being guarded, wouldn't you? Here's my counters to that, though, right? Let's right. say Kate does walk in. And you're, yeah. you're the cops. And Kate walks in. She wants to see her mom. Are you really going to have the receptionist lady question Kate so she doesn't come where you have a cop waiting to take Kate? Like, the receptionist goes, wait, you're Kate. You're not supposed to be here. And then Kate's going to run off, right? Like, I guess the receptionist could let Kate pass. Okay. So, all right. I guess then the assumption that you're making is that the guard is there to make sure Kate doesn't get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's not usually why you have a guard at a hospital. You usually have a guard at a hospital for the patient 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you mean. But so in other words, my assumption here is that Diane is the criminal. Oh, I see what you mean. And the the guards. She's being guarded because she's a criminal. I see what you mean. The fact Someone that might come after her. Right, and the fact that Kate is, you know, kind of caught up in this is collateral. No, nah, it's not collateral damage, but it's it's a side effect. It's not why the cop is there. Okay, I see what you mean. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe the cop is there to be just in case Kate does decide to show up. I. I think the cop was there for Kate. Okay. And I there, there there's more reason behind this. That's yeah. Especially that, what, what Kate did, I guess. Think that, I, yeah. well, then I guess. So then I guess I just have to decide if I like the ambiguity of this or if I dislike the misleading nature of it. Fair enough. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> you can you can mill on that. Yeah. But I guess moving on, we we see this this doctor Tom. You know, he goes into his car, and Kate's hiding in the back. Pops her head out, and he calls her Katie. But immediately, would your mind jump to with Tom calling her Katie? So I, I spent most of this early part thinking this was her brother. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not that's not an outlandish. Yeah, thing I mean, until thing. until they. Until they played the cassette tape in the car, I was operating under the the assumption that this was her brother. Huh. You know, he talks about coming home. I was doing some some of my I don't know speculative math based on the years that they were talking about. Um, and they would have both been young, right? They would have both been quite young, and the fact that he calls her Katie, and now she goes by Kate. Uh, Kind of that just sounds like something more familiar, familial than romantic. Mm-hmm. And but, I guess you're not you're not completely wrong because they seem to, to be childhood friends. Yeah. So. Right. So I, I guess I was just assuming this was her brother for most of this. But yeah, I don't think that's a bad assumption either, though. And I'm and I'm fine. Like that doesn't bother me. Oh yeah. Like that that one, you know, that's like Shannon and Boone. Like uh, that's fine. Like I, I don't have any problem with them kind of leading me down a path of this is her brother and then saying, oh, no, this was someone she loves uh, romantically. Uh, I'm okay. And I mean, she, you know, she, we know that this is the guy. Oh, no, I guess we don't know that he had the model airplane. We yet. don't know his model airplane yet. Yeah. So, but so, uh, so I don't, I don't mind this. I don't mind that I was, you know, led down one path and it ended up being a different thing because I mean, that's one of the things I, I love about the show. I love when they are able to do that to me. You know, uh, this this one doesn't bother me. I, the the guard at the door of Diane bothers, bothers me a little bit more. Fair enough. But anyway. Yeah, so Tom, they bring up uh, Diane's dying of cancer so we know what's up with Diane and mm-hmm. uh, Kate came to see her and Kate needs Tom's help. That's the end of the flashback. Mm-hmm. ambiguous we'll see more on that yeah uh back in the present time we see sun talking to Jin. something that has not happened in... well actually yeah. the last time we saw this happen was in do not do no harm yep where it's kind of out of necessity Jin spoke to sun yep but uh sun's asking Jin some questions maybe one or two three i can't quite remember but Jin just does not answer 
But eventually, it's... Oh, I know. The question is, are you leaving, Jin? Are you going? Jin doesn't answer, but eventually just says, like, yes, I'm going. And Sun just kind of walks away very sad. So at your first glance at this, did you think this is going to have much bearing on the episode? Yeah, I was like, they don't show this scene if it doesn't matter. Okay, so you just... I thought this was a pretty good, like, innocent scene of, like, sneaking okay. in the Sun's motives here. I But I definitely... I think it it worked really well. It's like, great because it, if they don't yeah. add the scene, it cheapens like, the ending yeah. a lot more. Absolutely. Um, and I actually did not predict that it was Sun who poisoned the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? okay. but mm-hmm. I did when I saw this scene. I thought, oh, this is Kate's opening. You don't go after Sawyer. You don't go after Mike or Wall. You go after Jin because he's got a wife on the island, like. You gotta, you've got to get Jin and Sun to reconcile, and then Jin won't go, and that'll open up a spot for you. That is another open. I thought about that too. Of why not? Why not target Jin? Yeah. And then and you, I, I, I wasn't tra- thinking of targeting him by poisoning him. I was yeah. thinking target him by trying to get him to reconcile with Sun. I, I guess Kate's counter to me is I can't. It's hard for me to communicate with Jin. No, you got to work through Sun. That's true, but like. There's only so much you can do if you're with one party of it, right? Like, if you're, like, you know you know what I mean? Like, son, here's how maybe you can swoon back Jin or make things up with Jin. Because if you don't know how Jin's acting, like, if you don't know Jin, it's hard to, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, but son wasn't really doing anything to win him back. You're right, you're like, right. She could, I, I, I kind of thought that Kate was going to prod son in that direction. You know, don't let him go. You can't let him go. He's your husband. He'll, what if he dies? Like, you, like any of anything, just to like really make it lay it on really thick, so that he has to ends up ends up staying, and that opens up the spot. So I would uh, argue, Poison and Jin would have worked out better for Kate Sawyer, or not Sawyer Mike. So, but that. We'll talk about. Well, wait a minute. Poisoning Jin would have worked out better for Kate. Oh, then, then what I just suggested, or then poisoning Mike. Then poisoning Mike. Well, the poisoning Mike was an accident. That, she, that is an accident. Well, I was going to ask you. Do you think that was an accident? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they make us a point. Make it a point of showing Mike ask Walt to toss him the bottle of water. Yeah. You know, oh, if well, Mike is just actually picking up the bottle of water, he'll probably pick up the correct one. Okay. Because right? I, I like to think... I like to think... So I, I assume it's an accident, too, right? But I like to think, what if it wasn't an accident on Kate's part and she did pick Mike's water? So not only did she, like, kind of like do this shitty thing, but she double-crossed Sun, kind of, right? Of, like, I'm going to poison Mike. I think that's a better idea for me. I know you want... To get back with your husband, but I think for me, poisoning Mike's a better idea. So she did that, and you know, oh, wrong water bottle. But I, I think you're completely right. I do think it was an accident. I, I don't, I don't see how poisoning Mike benefits Kate at all. I like, agree, though. Yeah, I think poisoning Jin is way better in every circumstance. Yeah, poison, poisoning Jin, like now, Sun can kind of nurse him back to health, and they can fall back in love, and then Jin doesn't want to go anywhere. And there's an open spot for Kate. Kate's like, oh, well, it seems like there's a spot on the right. But I, anyone else going to take it? I guess me? Guess me? Okay. I, mean, I, I already have my things packed. Just so happens. So, well, let me, yeah. let me just let me hop right in. So, but yeah. the, I'm glad this scene is here. Definitely. It, it, it would cheapen 
the ending scene, or yeah. it would cheapen Sun's doing of it without this scene. So, yeah, I agree. But uh, one of your favorite parts, the side mm -hmm. story, we get team. I'll give you team names. Team leaders: Locke, Saeed, Jack. Kind of definitely, definitely leader leadership figures of the island. Mm -hmm. Right, and so Saeed is taking Jack out. Uh, to Jack doesn't even know where. You know, he's like, "Where are we going?" And Locke is revealed to be kind of behind this. You know, Locke told Saeed to bring him out here. And he wants Jack to have an open mind. So, and you can see the contempt uh, Jack has for Locke when he sees him. Oh yeah. But here we go. We have the the three the 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 leader team, and they go out, and we see the hatch, the dug up hatch, and. Jack's like, whoa, you know, what is this? He's amazed. And Locke says, you know, I think it's about time we talk about this. Yeah. So. And I I was very excited it was the hatch, because for a minute I thought it might have been the plane. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I knew you'd be worried about it if it was the plane or not, but no, it was the hatch. We see the mm -hmm. hatch some more. So team leaders meet up with the hatch, and we're about to have a meeting over the hatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, back, back to the raft building, we see Mike and Sawyer... And this this scene shines so in a really bad light. I was just like, it's Mike dragging this heavy piece of metal, and so he's just asking him some questions of like, hey, you know what, you know what, what's going on with the? So we're leaving tomorrow, right? And what's up with Jen? He's bringing up a basket of fish. We're in the ocean. He knows that, right? He can go fishing in the ocean. <laughs> and Mike questions, you know, so you know he kind of gets mad at Sawyer and question him being on the raft. And we get a jump. We get a quick cut to Kate. Burning off the photo of that passport, and Sawyer comes to her pretty mad because she's trying for his spot on the raft. Yeah, and this altercation is really good, right? It, it definitely is. Yeah, it's so good. You know, Sawyer warns her, and he knows what she's doing. He knows why he wanted the case so bad. She was the prisoner. How do you think Sawyer figured this out? Well, he sees her burning the passport. Hmm. He. Has he seen her use a gun? I'm pretty sure he has. I'm trying to think when does he... I, I mean, so... In the second pilot, they give... She pretends she doesn't know how to take the clip off of a gun. Right. She, yeah. she pretends there. Though, uh, for Homecoming, uh, Sawyer gives Kate a gun. Right. I'm pretty sure that he saw her use it. Or disarm somebody. I don't remember which. Anyway, um, he knows that she killed somebody because they played the mm -hmm. the whatever it was called game. I never have I ever game. Yeah. So he knows that she killed somebody. Uh, he, I think, knows that she used a gun. Uh, he knows that, uh, that she was burning up this passport, and he i i think he's put together you know why would she want to get off the island so bad when she's shown no interest before and, and the obsession with this case too on that episode oh the case yes yes the case, the case or the marshall's case why is she so interested yeah. in the marshall's case? now that he knows what was in the case was was the marshall's guns that it was the well the fact that it was the marshall's case at all right yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why is she so interested in the case? Right. Well, she yeah. says it's mine, and she's yeah. claimed it as hers, but she never, she never said it was hers. Right, but, he, but Sawyer knows it was the Marshalls. Yeah. because the guns were in it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's definitely enough evidence here. Um, actually, but he's the only one who has all of that evidence. He's the one that has enough of the evidence and pieced it together. Yeah, because he's yeah. the one that played the drinking game. He's the one. Yeah, so he's the one that's been able to piece together this evidence. And yeah, I like that about this. That Sawyer is never told that Kate is a fugitive, but he just pieces it together. He doesn't even know what she's done, much like everyone else. Mm-hmm. He just knows she was the one with the marshal. Yeah, and actually, I think this speaks quite a bit to Sawyer's character because I think he probably knew about this before. Yeah, it's not the first day he pieced it together, right. probably. Because he didn't walk over, see her burning the passport, and immediately say, oh, you're the... He walked in ready to warn her that he knows. Yes. So he's... We don't know how long he's known for. But I, but I like that, because this is this is Sawyer kind of showing us that he valued Kate, that, that his relationship with Kate was something that he didn't want to ruin and so he never brought it up because it wasn't important to him but now that she's threatening him like this threatening his spot on the raft that like she has betrayed his trust and so he's willing to throw it right back in her face yeah i love it so much so this is almost like nuclear warfare oh yeah destruction absolutely kind of not not quite to the same extent just because sawyer has dirt on kate and that's about it but when you think about it there is nobody on the island who's closer to sawyer than kate Mm -hmm. and the argument could be made that there's nobody that's closer to kate than sawyer Mm -hmm, maybe jack yeah but i would argue that sawyer is closer to kate than jack i'd agree to that yeah so these these are the two people who are closer to each other than anyone and you can imagine that this is a betrayal to sawyer it is it is because kate's vying for his spot yeah, I mean, she basically, she nuked their relationship. And so now, he's going to nuke it right back. Because when you fire a nuclear weapon, you get fired on with a nuclear weapon. Yeah, Sawyer, Sawyer the man of economics, right? The game theory king of the island. Yep. Knows how to play his hand, right? And the king of exposition. The king of exposition, exactly. He could read but, it. And didn't get it before. Sawyer's a king. He's, yeah. he, does, he does good work. In case you didn't get it before, when Charlie said they'd all be famous, Sawyer will explain it to you. Yeah, uh, he know. Does he explain it here? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. okay. he says that the raft is your only chance to run. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he knows that he wants the case of it. Or yeah, Kate's only chance is of running is to get on that raft. And yeah, so Sawyer, the king of exposition, tells us the listener what's up in a great way, of course. that's why it doesn't bother me because it's coming from him yeah Yeah. sawyer ensures that her secret is safe with him just so long as he does not take a spot yep and kate's reply this is basically basically a declaration of war right (laughs) of i want your spot i'll get your spot yeah and this i and And this this is the part of the poisoning that made me question whether it was Mike or Jin on purpose. I still think she was going for Jin. And maybe she's going to say, yeah, Sawyer did it, or just in general go for it. But Well, this is, this is what makes it really hard to feel sorry for Kate in this episode, mm-hmm. because she has openly declared war here. She's openly declared war, and she has been very ruthless oh, in her yeah. attempt for war. She is, I think she would have gone down many more moral like questionably moral areas if Sawyer did not stop her sooner. Yeah. Sawyer so, plays the trump card and then 
that's what stops Kate. Kate knows when Mike feels that way. Yeah. Mike's never letting her on the raft or the boat, and then that's it. So she yeah. she can't do anything past that. Nope. I, I I do like it. I love the incentives in this episode. It's just it's really everyone does everything for such a great reason. Yeah, and strong reasons, very clear reasons. And I'm really interested to see what where Kate goes from here on the island because she has alienated the two people that she's closest with. I maybe two of the three if you count Son as as someone she's close with. Because by the end of this episode, she will have nuked a relationship with Jack as well. To an extent. I mean, well, I I shouldn't say that. Jack will have nuked it. Jack Jack will have nuked it. Yeah. Uh, it depends how much Jack believes her though. But Jack, his sensors are, his Kate sensors are getting better with time. He can tell when Kate's BSing. Yeah. So, but it it looks like he fell for it because he he does accuse Son afterwards. That's true. So I think I do think I don't think he, she's new. I think that relationship is more saved. I think Jack thinks he was wrong. Okay. So, yeah. But you know we 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 get back to the raft building. Here's where we see the poisoning in terms of um. You know, uh, Mike, Jen, Walt uh, seem to be doing well. And Walt starts asking Mike some questions about him and Sawyer. You know, why do you want to be in the raft so bad? Uh, and we get on the topic, and only briefly, because this is where Mike gets poisoned. Or feels the effects of his poisoning. But Walt wants to know, you know, he wants to make sure everyone here can get rescued. And Mike breaks it to Walt, but in a really, like, like a no-guarantee sort of way. Um, that's gonna be hard though. Now they're they're gonna look for it, but it'll be hard. They might not be able to find him. And he's I, why do you think he does that? Why do you think he tempers Walt's expectations? Well, this is the raft's a guarantee, Hellison. This <clears throat> boat, this raft, we're gonna get there. Finding them though, that's gonna be hard. Well, I think that this is I think this is an important part of being a parent. You can't make promises that you can't keep. If you okay. just can't do it, like the, the first time you do it and, it and it doesn't work out, like you've lost so much credibility. Okay. So, so I think that like, he's not taking his hope away entirely. He's just, like you said, tempering his expectations. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. It makes sense why he's doing it. And, and you can, he can be um, confident with the boat or raft. So this doesn't work and they're out at sea. I mean, there's not, there's not many other ways that goes. No. So, okay, that makes that makes pretty good sense. Mm-hmm. That's a good as a parent line. Congratulations, by the way. Congratulations on the kid. I, the I didn't say as a parent. But I know, but that was a line. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, um, and then we get Mike. He gets in. You know, he starts having this cramping, a massive pain, and he yells for Walt to go get Jack. Yeah, and but remember. Uh, the water came from Walt. It did come from Walt. Yeah, he asks, like, "Hey, can I have some water?" And Walt tosses up some water to uh, yep. Mike, and he drinks it. So I was thinking all kinds of things at this point. I, I was thinking that I, I, the questions I asked were: Was he poisoned by Kate? Was the poison was if it, if it was poison? Was that poison meant for Sawyer? Mm-hmm. Like, and or did Walt do this with his mind? Mm-hmm. I was, I was. Those are the, the three possibilities. I knew, I, I knew you think of the Walt mind theory because you know how Walt does not want to get off the island, and here he's yeah. talking about getting off the island. So this is a good Walt mind theory. But 
Don't don't be too sad that this is not a Walt mind theory for. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, but but I never it never crossed my mind that the poison was meant for Jin. I thought it might be meant for Sawyer. I thought Kate might have been trying to poison Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Never crossed my mind that it was meant for Jin. But it does make great sense that it was for absolutely. Jin. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But yeah. we get Walt running and he yells for help and he finds Son and Kate just so happens and he tells them it was Mike. Did you rewatch this scene? No, but I I remembered the scene at the end of the episode. I was like, oh, they were together. They were together, but so Kate, the way Sun looks in the scene, she kind of looks all wide eyed. Uh huh. And to me, to me, and now obviously I, you know, if you watch back, and maybe I'm just putting what I know happens and knowing stuff now, it looks to me, it looks like she's kind of she feels a bit guilty or bad. Uh huh. She's all wide eyed. She's like, oh, oh. but it might also just be the shock of hearing this, but. I mean, she knows that they poisoned someone, and so hearing it back from Mike, I I think Sun feels guilty in the scene. You're probably right because her eyes look very wide. But it, it, you know, if you want to, get, get, just give it a rewatch. I think it's I think it's a great scene to watch. But anyway, Kate runs to go get Jack, and Sun runs to go take care of Mike. So mm-hmm. I think it's a very interesting. It's subtle, but if 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 you put it with that um viewpoint, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I, like I said. I'm, I w- thought about this later yeah. and I was like, Oh, they were together. <laughs> you know? I, so it's another scene that I didn't think much of when it was happening, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it was in there. Oh, definitely. Another one of those, just, it seems meaningless, but it is and not meaningless, but kind of throw away like, Oh, you could have done it a lot of ways, but no, it's, it's really, it's really important to the story. And that's what this episode is. This is a very, in terms of lost, a very lean lost episode, but it's pretty lean. For, for a lost episode. In general, is it a lean episode? I'd say so. I say it's a pretty lean episode in general. Not a lot of fluff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lean episode in general. Yeah. So we get back to the team leaders, right? Jack, Just Luck. Right. No, there's no golf, so. <laughs> no golf. So that, that's an element of leanness right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's your barometer for lean-a, leanity. <laughs> yeah. Is there golf? Is there golf? No, is lean. <laughs> Is there golf? How long do they talk about it for? More than one second is not lean. Less than a second? <laughs> maybe lean. <laughs> so we're back here at team leadership and Jack Jack and Locke butt heads here and we we get this So Locke's known about this for three weeks, this match. Hasn't said anything. And Locke touts that he does not report to Jack. Jack calls him a liar again. Yep. But Locke brings up a great point that keeps getting brought up again and again throughout this episode. Right? Either one of them, right? Of listen, I understand that you know I didn't tell you about the hash, but you didn't bring up that case full of guns until you know it was needed, uh, aka homecomings when you finally brought yep. it out, right? Yep. So Jack, you used your discretion. I can use my discretion, and that kind of ends the argument there. But we we keep getting callbacks to it throughout the episode, which is yeah, yeah. And, and there's 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 this. There's this politics game now between Locke and Jack that you're going to... I mean, you, you, you're you going to see more of a political game between Jack and Locke now. Yep. From Jack Jack's Jack does not like Locke. He's Locke's number one enemy. I don't want to say enemy, but he's, he's, if, there, if there's someone that's his number one fan, he's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> he despises Locke. He, he does not trust Locke. He's against Locke. We know how Saeed feels about Locke. He doesn't trust him, but... He believes that he's a great asset for their survival. Yep. Jack just, you know, Jack and Locke are butting heads, and 
it's it's much more of a political game now between the two. Jack's not you know as um open with he's a liar. He's a liar guy. He killed Boone, but does not like him at all. So. Yeah, that's that's definitely becoming clear. Yeah. But, but I think Boone or not Boone, Locke really puts him right in his place. He does, he brings up a great point on that. Yeah. So Jack wants to open it. And this is like upset Saeed so much. And this is about his only big speaking role this episode. I mean, he brings Jack here, but this is a big speaking part where he just kind of gets upset and he tells Jack, hey, I I, I brought you here to talk Locke out of it. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know what's in there. The, you know, how, how are we, what's, you know, why would we open it? Jack, and I think you and me would agree with Jack here of saying, the worst case is it's just the shelter. Yeah. Right? The worst case is just the shelter. But Saeed goes, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Why is there not a handle on the outside of it? Which is which is a very reasonable thing to say. Why isn't there a handle outside of it? Great question. Why, you know, maybe it was not meant to be opened. You know who and, I think could weigh in, weigh in on this debate and hmm. and maybe solve this issue? Who? Hurley. Hurley? Oh, if only he saw the numbers on it. Well, yeah, if Hurley sees these numbers... He says he he convinces them you do not open this. Mm, interesting. This is not meant to be opened. So you think Saeed? So at this point, who do you think's correct, Saeed or Jack? I guess Locke as well. Jack and Locke okay. kind of agree. Because I know what the numbers, hmm. how the numbers are significant. I think that Saeed is correct. At this point, now later, there's there's some more reason. But, yeah, exactly. But because. But if I only have the information that these three have at this moment, then I think I'm on uh, Locke and Jack's side. Completely agree. Well, the numbers are what tip it over. We know the numbers are on it, and we know how bad those numbers are. Yep. So, don't open. And we'll get more on that later. But uh, they, they start heading back. We hear Kate scream, and Kate tells them about Mike. They all run back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we come back. It's Jack caring for Mike, asking Mike some questions. You know what you ate, what you drank, so on and so forth. And lets Mike knows, hey, you 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 got to rest now, uh, so you can launch the raft tomorrow. And you know, relax. So we get him to relax. <laughs> yep, relax. And then we get a flashback. Another flashback. The Tom Kate storyline, possible love story. I mean, totally, it's kind of a love story. Okay. Hey, but before we do the flashback, I just want to mention, I did go look at that scene of Kate and Son in the woods, and you're absolutely right. Son looks, like, shocked and and feeling guilty. Um, yeah. She's also holding a water bottle. She is holding a water bottle, too. But she <laughs> she looks shocked. Now, that could just be a shocked look of, oh, no, someone's poisoned. But, with yeah, with the viewpoint of she was trying to poison Jin, you could definitely also yep. take it as guilt. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. So, lovely. So we get to the flashback, and it's Kate's at Tom's. Mr. Sal thinks they're brother and sister, possibly. Turns out they're not. But at this point, still fine to think that. Tom is on the phone about something with an MRI. And Kate talks to Tom about his son, Connor. What, like 22 months, he said. And how yeah. Rachel has gone with her parents right now. So, Okay, Tom's home alone. And... Diana will have an MRI in three hours. So Kate is thankful for Tom that he's been able to pull some strings and do something for Diana. Or at least that's what it's more of. He's pulled the strings so Kate can find a way to see Diana, but 
Anyway, he's pulled some strings for Katie. Yes. Uh, Katie. Now Katie asks, you know, Tom, hey, you know, can should we speak? You know, do you think it is still there? Yeah. And you know, Tom's like, what do What do you mean? Uh, you know what I mean. If it's still there, so he kind of talks him into it, and eventually they go out to whatever it is. Uh, spoiler: it's a time capsule, <laughs> and <laughs> they drive into a field at night. Count some paces, whip out some shovels, and they start digging it up. Yeah. So last scene of that scene. Oh, you didn't know it's a time capsule at this point. I mean, did you really like care at all? Did you have a guess on what they were going to dig up? Were you like, oh? Well, it it seemed like. I mean, it's it it was all set up to look quite sinister, but I had a feeling that it was something a little more innocent, like something that they did when they were kids. Okay, fair enough. I, I didn't know it was time capsule, but I thought that maybe there was something that something more innocent than like I don't know, buried treasure or a body. <laughs> yeah, body. I like to imagine them reburying up a body, kind of like someone else in a series we know reburying oh. up a body. Oh. But, but yeah, we go back to present time, and it's actually Locke and Jack kind of working together here to kind of figure out what's up with this uh this mystery. Yep. So, you know, Locke is kind of like us in this case, and he asks Jack the questions of what's up with Mike. Because Jack's kind of already puzzled, pieced it together. And Jack's like, nope, it's not heat stroke. I've seen it coming. It's not diet. It has the same diet as gin. But let's look at the bottles here. And we see something on the bottom of a water bottle. Jack suspects Mike was poisoned. Yep. So, you know, we got we got sweet talker Locke talking to Hurley we see in the distance. And meanwhile, we have Jack. He's trying to care for Mike, swaps out his, you know, water bottle. So Mike now knows he's been poisoned. Um which worries Mike that, you know, oh, I think someone did this to me on purpose. But yeah. Mike also asks Jack a question if him and Locke are on good terms. And I know this 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 probably stuck out to you here. Did you guys kiss and make up? Yeah, did you kiss and make up? Jack shakes his head no, but Mike says good. So uh. I don't. I don't know how much of a disciple you think he is, but he's. If for whatever reason this man does not like Locke. Oh man, that's sad. Uh, maybe maybe he does blame him for Boone. Maybe who's like middling and Boone, but it appears this disciple is not on the best faith. He's not. He's not Walt level. Yeah. Hmm. He's, not, he's not helping out Locke. Or maybe he meant it the other way. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. That Locke didn't make up with him. Yeah. Good. Traitor, you traitor, Jack. Or yeah, and we we cut to Hurley. Hurley's only a real scene in this episode, but I I like it. Of course, every Hurley scene's a good, good scene. Good stuff. Yeah, and it's Locke questioning Hurley, who he suspects fills up bottle. And we've seen Hurley filling up bottles of water a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, Hurley goes off. Ah, no, you know I don't do it as much, but I can't quite remember his response to that actually, but. Oh, yeah, he asked Hurley where he got the water, you know, from the caves, like always. Yeah, okay, so, like the caves. Jack's like, huh, you think it was Sawyer? And Hurley goes, hmm, you know, but it might also be Kate. <laughs> and Locke's like, well, why Why is that? Why Why could it be Kate, Hurley? Well, you know why Locke, because he's, she's a, a fugitive. <laughs> which, is break, which is breaking news to Locke. And I love, I love how he checks in with Jack, and Jack's just... You know, Chick said no, he wasn't supposed to know. And Hurley just goes, 
you know, how am I supposed to keep these lies straight? Or how am I supposed to keep straight who knows what? Steve no. did not know about the polar bear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Hurley's, this is not the first thing Hurley spilt after, it looks like. Nope. Uh, well, no. It looks like he spilled out the polar bear to Steve, by the way. <laughs> so. uh, Hurley did? Yeah, because in, in, he says, how am I supposed to keep who knows what straight? Steve did not know about the polar bear. Oh, right. So, that that makes you presume he brought up the polar bear to Steve. Steve's like, what polar bear? He's like, oh, right. oh crap. Yeah. I don't know how Hurley found out about the polar bear, to be honest with you. Charlie, probably, or Jack, sometimes. I don't know how these lies. They, 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 <laughs> they, they go around. Yeah, I guess so. So, Locke wants to know what she did, but Jack you know, goes, I don't know. Maybe you can ask her. And Locke brings up that whole discretion thing of, hmm. Interesting you didn't tell the others, Jack. And, <laughs> and Jack goes, oh, well, you know, using my discretion. Yep. So, another, another mention of that. There'll be another one at least in this episode. Yeah, I, I, I love this. Like this, this side story really works so well for me. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about Saeed? He was in the last episode. Did he get enough airtime for you? He, didn't, he was barely uh, in it. But... Well, I mean, when I think about what... I, didn't I say at the end, uh, sometime, like, I don't need to see... Saeed in the next episode. You said that, but then he walked it back and said you you, right. you want to see him going to the hatch. And well, you don't see him going yeah. to the hatch with Locke the first time, but you see him bringing Jack to it. Right. It was, so, so, yeah. I, I, yeah. So, yeah, I, said I don't really need to see Saeed in the next episode because his story kind of closed the loop. Mm-hmm. But I do need to see him go to the hatch, and he did. So I'm fine with not seeing a whole lot of Saeed. What about Kate? How's Kate in the next episode for you? Well, the next episode, all bets are off, right? Because it's yeah, not... yeah. That's what I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, the characters are still there, though. Right, but it's not going to be like a formula. There's, there's not going to be main story, side story, flashbacks. I don't yeah. think. Oh. Uh, it's going to be yeah. It's going to be it's going to be chaotic, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but which I'm game for. That sounds great. Um, as far as Kate, I, I, I think her loop is kind of closed here i would agree too it's most i mean you could say like she's still a criminal and is afraid of getting trouble on the island but she doesn't have much hope of getting on the raft so right i think that she's she's not getting on the raft and i don't personally think the raft is going anywhere anyway so fair enough yeah uh despite the fact that the, the name of the episode is exodus so <laughs> i'm probably wrong about that well i i will say in the next episode Mm. Remind me later to remind you something of the next episode after. Yeah, here. All right, I'll definitely forget. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> here, I'll, uh, uh, quickly write down the note. Oh, you're reminding yourself? Yeah. Your future self? I, I read it. <laughs> okay, so uh, the next scene here we have Charlie playing the guitar some more while Claire's cutting his hair. Yeah. There, there's not much from this. It, no. It's just. Charlie's writing music. He's really hopeful, right? His spirits are high, and yep. he offers. Claire doesn't know what she's gonna do once she gets rescued, but Charlie, you know, extends out for her and Turnip Head to come hang out with him in L.A. Her and Turnip Head, and yeah, and he plays his new song, "Monster Eats the Pilot." Oh, how, how <laughs> cutting, how clever. So, not much gleaned from that. This is like a this is like the side side story. Not even it's just you know, small. Cut away. Th- it, it, I like it. I like it enough. It, it keeps. 
it shows us how Charlie's mood's doing now, right? Yeah, and I Claire guess. for that matter. I, I think it's nice to have these. They're not fundamental to the story, but they do for character development, so it's it's good. It's it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. It, I mean, it's only like a minute and a half. Literally, so yeah. If, if, if yeah, if it was like longer, I'd be having my complaints. But yeah, we get back to the cave, and it's Jack and Kate, and <laughs> Kate. As always, asking about Mike in that raft. <laughs> or it's like, all right, you know, Mike's, Mike's not looking too good. You think someone can take his place on the raft? And so this, yeah, is, this where... is a very vulturish thing to do. It is. Oh, yeah. She's, she's straight vulturing for that spot. She's a scavenger at heart. Yeah. The, and this. A seagull. Not a vulture. She's a seagull. She's not. She's not she doesn't like, I, this is why I was quite convinced that she had poisoned him, like, that mm-hmm. this was her. And it was her, so it was, yeah. So, <laughs> like this, this scene kind of like she loses some stock here in this scene. Was, so, so does Jack? For, well, no, I don't. I don't know if Jack does, but I don't think Jack loses any stock. Jack calls her outright, but you know, he believes he believes he her could, anger. He could do it in a different way. Fair enough. Well, like he could be a little more passive aggressive about it. You know, there are those on the island. <laughs> Who think that you had something to do with this? Well, now I'm not saying I'm one of those. <laughs> she seemed to be the same response stuff. So, like, you think I'm capable of that? <laughs> so, Jack... Well, I didn't say it was me. I'm just saying <laughs> there are those hypotheticals. Yeah. One, one could think. One, one <laughs> might even ask. <laughs> so Jack confronts Kate if she poisoned Mike, and Kate gives you know looks at Jack angrily, defensively. Says, you know, I, am I, you, am I really capable of that? And Jack, I don't know what you're capable of, Kate. And she storms off. So after this, did you think Kate poisoned? Like, do you think she's doubling down? She poisoned. Well, Mike? I, I was I really like what, what I wrote in my notes here was uh, seriously <laughs> when she says, "Do you really think I'm capable of that?" Like, he knows you're a criminal. He knows that you were being transported by a marshal. That you were arrested. <laughs> He, like you must have done something serious you've told him that the plane belongs to the man you loved the man you killed mm-hmm. right so and that listen i hate whatever the case may be but one of the, the strong one, one of the only things that's different is it showed how kind of ratty kate can be sometimes yeah when you see when when they were digging up the marshal's corpse to get the key she tried to palm the key yeah right pretty yeah. ratty <laughs> So when she says, do you really think I'm capable of that? I, I'm thinking, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're ready. <laughs> like, like why, why would you? Like, that is absolutely what he should be thinking about you. So, and, and the fact that she storms off like this was like, what did you expect here? <laughs> like, how well, she's hoping she could get away on the, you know, the, the boat raft. Like, so this is, this is all an act. You know, I, regardless of whether she poisoned him or not, this is an act because she knows exactly what she's capable of. She knows she's capable of doing this. She knows that Jack knows it. So why is she making Jack feel bad about this? So uh, we'll be ready for the flashback here. Yeah. Okay. So we, we get a flashback and it's, you know, they're cracking up some cold ones while they're digging. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Tom stops and she he kind of he kind of looks you know he's a bit sad and you know he don't think it's fair that she came back home so you you took that as that 
They're siblings still, right? You still thought they were siblings at this time. Yeah, in fact, this this kind of solidified that. It's not for coming back home back here home. So you know that I I thought he was being more specific, not just this town, but like Yeah, yeah. Our, the little home. Family, yeah. You know. I see, yeah, I see I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he doesn't mean that way. And it probably means, you know, so Tom has some feelings, I guess, is what you can take that as. Or at least, yep. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily mean romantic, but in this case, I think it does. Yeah. So, you know, they open the time capsule, and you know, they look through some things. Oh, there's Tom's plane. So once you see the plane... We know he's dead. We, yes, that, that, this solidifies that Kate kills him, or at least Kate feels that she killed him. Yep. And we... Do, so did you still think that it's her brother? Because you can obviously love your brother. Uh, I no, I still thought it was her brother. Okay, fair enough. So, it's a plane. Well, especially since like the, you know, you see a, a toy plane in there, and you're like, all right, who puts a toy plane in a time capsule? It's someone, kid. a kid, right? So, so their relationship is from when they were kids. Like this mm-hmm. time capsule is from when they're kids. That's you know, again, so that's why I'm thinking brother. Yeah, it's fine. So. Uh, they, they, they open, uh, they, there's a recording from 1989 in it. So they get in the car, pop it in, and we hear childhood Katie and Tom talking. Really sweet. And But in this recording, kind of sight where they'll be together in the future when they're listening to this. And I think they say 20 years from now. Yep. Tom goes, oh, you know, we'll be married, have like nine kids or something. Yeah, a lot. It's a real, it's a real dreamer, for, especially for a kid to be saying. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yep. I have nine kids, okay? Well, I don't think he really meant it. I think it no, was no, yeah, no, he's, he's joking yeah. around. But Tom's like, oh, we'll be married and maybe have kids. And Kate's yes, like, that... no, well, once the second we get our licenses, we'll, be dr- we'll drive off together. Yeah. So, it, it, it turns the mood real somber. Yeah. And they, they reflect on, yeah, well, how things have changed. They then proceed to oh, suck face. Ho- well, hold on. Okay. because Because the other thing that he says when she says well as soon as we get our license we'll you know drive wherever we want he says you always want to run away you know why yeah and you know why Mm -hmm. so so there's there's something there about that i'm assuming that Mm -hmm. that would indicate this but this is where this is the first time that i've this is where i obviously recognize they are not brother and sister (laughs) (laughs) and i'm getting married i hope so, you know, I mean, I always knew that it was a possibility that this was a previous romantic relationship, but I was leaning toward this is her brother. So this is like, oh, no, not her brother. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But yes, uh, they, they do suck face then. They, they, they do suck face. And they, they, they kind of stop, you know, Kate apologizes, starts the car and they kind of, they kind of stop and Tom reminds them and they get to the hospital. And they both seem pretty down, I guess, because they know where they are in life. Just mm-hmm. you know, the way things are. Bit of a, I guess, like forbidden well, love. This is gonna be. This is gonna suck for Tom's wife when she gets back. Oh yeah, I guess she won't know that they kissed, but she'll be like, "Oh yeah, Tom died." <laughs> in the passenger seat of his own car. Yeah. Because some some cake his his childhood best friend <laughs> drove off. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know that. Well, no, I guess the... the, the I don't know what's Kate, yeah. You know it was her, yeah. yeah. 
So we we get back to the present time and we get the lock and the Walt scene here. My favorite scene. Walt stop. Okay, favorite scene. Understandably favorite scene. Walt comes upon Locke cleaning his leg wound. And he asks him about the wound. And yeah, you know, they, 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 they talk. That's kind of a throwaway. They talk a bit. And Locke asks Walt if he has anything to say. Right? Yep. And Walt, Walt says, hey, I heard Jack talking about the poisoning. I didn't do that to my dad. Right? I, you know, I burnt down the boat. I did not poison my dad. And Locke says, hey, we're friends. And I would never, like, I would never tell anyone. Like, I'll never tell anyone about the boat thing. I'll never tell anyone about, you know, anything else. Don't worry, Walt. And he, like, kind of, you know, kind of grabs his, not so, I think grabs his, like, his hand or something. In, like, a yeah. solidarity. Yeah, his wrist. Okay. It wasn't, like, wrist. Okay. it wasn't anything creepy. It was just, like, just trying to comfort him. Yeah, like, a comforting manner. Yeah. Right? A Mr. Locke type of grab. Yep. And when he does this, Walt kind of, like, perks up a bit, comes to a bit of a realization, and, like, Pulls his hand away. Oh my but it's God. nothing. It's nothing. What Locke said. No. Like he just says, "Locke, Mister Locke, not to open it, right? Mister Locke, do not open it. Don't open that thing." And Locke seems a bit confused. Like, what? What do you mean? And he's like, "Just, just don't open it." And he runs off. Oh man. So I, goosebumps. Goosebumps. Well, what could he mean by that? Does he mean the time capsule that they also referred to as it earlier in the episode? The time capsule because they referred to remember when they were out by the tree, there was well before they got to the tree, they were calling it it, you know, like hey, yeah, that was a that was in the flashback. So clearly, that's what Walt's no. referring to here, though. No, okay. well, then what could it possibly else mean? The hatch, oh, no. much better. No, yeah. yeah, it says the hatch, yeah, so exciting. Yeah, this is awesome, like this, this is. Super exciting. So I you've kind it. of already gone out and said that you're pretty sure the hatch has opened up based on some stuff you've seen outside of... Only based pictures. on the title of a podcast. Okay. So you And you, you gave the bold prediction. I shouldn't say bold, but a prediction that by the end of the season, the hatch should be open. I did. I will give you an opportunity here if you wish to go back on that, or if you do think by the end of the season it will be open. Or no, I, more I, I think it's going to be open. Okay, fair enough. I think the hatch is going to be open. The raft isn't going anywhere. Oh, okay. So that's anything else you want to bold predict? Ah, we can wait on the predictions. But I don't want you to do go too bold. You'll be shocked on how wrong you are and everything. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe Claire's baby is Ethan? Yeah. I mean, still on, it's still Turnip Head. Still doesn't have a name. Uh, seriously? What the heck? <laughs> How do you feel about that? People, they don't name their kids instantly. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't judge them for it, but I just don't get it. I, you know, I kind of am like, well, come on, Kate or not Kate. Claire can mean a bit of a different circumstance. She was put on an island with a lot of other stress, and she even had amnesia. Amnesia, so maybe she, she planned on giving the baby away, so maybe she didn't want to think of a name. Fully understand that. She then. Because she's stuck on the island with it, so she has a chance to think of a name. Gets amnesia while she's on the island, so now she can't remember if she had a name for it, possibly, and all this other stuff. So, I can understand Claire, but in general, my thought is, I mean, you've got, like, eight months. Yeah. I, okay, maybe you don't figure it out immediately. You've got, like, probably at least, like, minimum. And this is, like, you got more than four months to come up with a name. For sure. So, anyway... Sure. By the way, I, I just thought of this. So Claire has amnesia. 
but she remembers that she was going to give the baby away. Oh, no, she, she, she remembers everything, everything before the accident. Does, does yeah, it? yeah, yeah. She forgot everything after the accident. Yeah, yeah. okay. Got it. So, yeah. So we we get to Sawyer giving Mike some pe- Pepto Biz. At least it looks like Pepto Bismol. I think it was, but actually, yeah. Pepto Bismol. I'm pretty sure it was, too. They don't say it, but it looks like it. Uh, you know, he wants Mike to feel better for the raft tomorrow, and Mike confronts Sol or confronts Sawyer uh, about you know poisoning him, and this this makes Sawyer so angry, right? Yeah, this yeah, might yeah. be the angriest we've seen Sawyer. Yep. But he goes. This is where we get lawyer Sawyer, right? He goes straight into like, okay, who, Kate probably did this. Let me let me just tear her apart limb from limb in front of all of you right with my lawyering skills he sawyering skills the sawyering skills like mike calls sawyer even a liar and a criminal yep. so but i also want to know before right before he grabs kate he kind of like goes to kind of square up in front of mike and Jin pushes him away oh yeah so so Jin and michael i want to just want like they are pretty buddy and buddy now they used to have a lot of arguing they have come very close. They always seem very close now. They are two peas in a pod. So I'm very happy for Michael and Jin. But anyway, Sawyer kind of turns around. Kate's not too far. He yells at Kate, grabs her, and brings her to Mike. And <laughs> he, he tells Kate, uh, you know, Kate, tell him that you're a criminal. All right? And then takes her bag, kind of jukes her around for a bit, and then dumps it and grabs the passport. Okay? Yeah. He then starts describing how Kate is the fugitive. Uh, basically, this is where he is lawyering here. Kate's yes. a fugitive. He, she was with the marshal. Right? You, need, you need to start saying sawyering. Sawyering. Okay, he was sawyering. <laughs> Talking about how you know she's a criminal. She was with the marshal. She was the fugitive. And here's like a smoking gun. She has Joanne's passport. The lady that drowned... And burnt the face off with her. Why would just a regular person have this in their backpack and hands it over to Mike? Right? Good questions. It just literally like stone cold just <laughs> got Kate right on it. Yep. And he, you know, he ends it with saying Kate only cares for herself. Right? Katie, yeah, and Kate even tells him to show she don't care about nothing or nobody but herself. And this this is where it's completely personal. Oh, yeah. It got more personal. Oh, yeah. It, it dwells I mean, down to personalness. Because, she, listen, she's the one that wrecked this relationship. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. on her. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but, and he's, he is clearly taking it personally. Like, the, the reason he's upset about this is because of this last line, that she doesn't care about anything or anybody but herself. Uh-huh. And that includes him. And he thought that he had a higher standing with her. Yep. So we'll... Now this is cut by a flashback here. Mm-hmm. So we'll go over... It's, it's Tom... Uh, it's Tom and another doctor moving Diana. He gets the other doctor to leave and lets Kate slip in to speak with Diana. Yep. And Tom's like, I'll go wait in my office. So... Uh, it's not even, it's still not at this point known that Diana is her mom, but it's during her, her time when he tr- Kate's trying to talk to her, uh, you know, she's trying to get her attention. She's very out of it. It's very sad. It's very sad to see, right? Yeah. And she, you know, she had always referred to her as Di- Diane, even to mm-hmm. Tom. She never called her mom. Never called her mom. Most called her Diana. I, I know 
some people that call their parents by their first name. It's very rare, very far in between. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I guess that's true because you could call her my mom instead of saying Diana. Yeah, like she didn't say my mom's in the hospital. She said Diana's in the hospital. Take that as you will. But yeah, she she apologizes to her. She says she's sorry and even brings up Tom a bit for helping, uh, for his help to see her one last time. But once Diana gets enough, like she's conscious enough, she starts to yell for help. And this is really sad. She starts yelling for help. You know, help me. That's really because you know it breaks. Oh, poor. I mean, we don't know what kid has done that's warranted Diana to yell this. This also kind of helps explain why there's a guard outside. Why is there a guard, and why does Diana yell help when she sees Kate? Odd. Yeah. Wonder what Kate did. Right. Wait till season two. <laughs> what Kate did in, in the episode? What Kate did? What Kate did? It sounds when like we... a Captain Underpants book. It's like <laughs> they all wondered what Kate did. Chapter t- Chapter nine. What Kate did? <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Captain Underpants. <laughs> did... My my son loves Captain. Do they still have like the fighting scenes in the Captain? Yeah, 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 the Flipperamas. Yeah, yeah. that was fighting. Oh, that's good. So, uh, you know, a doctor comes to confront Kate. She runs. A security guard stops her and kind of holds her in place. She knocks her at him out, or at least incapacitates him with his own walkie-talkie. It looks like. Yeah. And he runs to Tom, or she runs to Tom, and you know, I I need your car. They both run to the car. Uh, Tom in the passenger seat, Kate in the driver, and Kate's trying to. Dro- you know, she's speeding out of this parking garage, and a cop has now positioned himself. A cop in his cop car comes out with his pistol, and he's positioned the car such that Kate cannot leave the parking garage. Like the car's in the way, physically in the way. Yep. And here is where we get an impasse of Tom. Beg- Tom- Kate's like, "Get out now, Tom. Get out, Tom. Get out." And Tom is begging Kate to cooperate so she can have a real life. And because of this, he will not leave. He does not want Kate to go on the run anymore. He wants Kate to give herself in. Yeah, so, I mean, what does he say to her? Like, if you turn yourself in, they'll... They'll, they'll be easier on you, yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's like, I don't know about that. I, I mean, I don't know how... Like, listen, if she's, if she's running away from, like, a two-year prison term or something, it's like, I, guess, I mean... I mean, now she's just assaulted a cop. So it's, got, it's getting worse and worse. Yeah, seriously. This time goes on, but... Uh, I... Who do you think is in the wrong here? Because then Kate floors it at the cop. Do you think Tom should have gone out when he had the chance? Kate did give him fair warning. I do think Tom should have gone out. I, I agree, too. Because it's yeah. not your fault, Tom, what Kate's decisions are, and you can't. I mean, I understand wanting to, her to turn his viewpoint on that, but you can't, you can't will her choice, and you doing that, you know, she can still make her choice. Which, yeah, exactly. sadly, uh, in this case, she runs, so she speeds up. The cop fires into the car, fires his pistol at the car, but Kate manages to ram the police car and get past. But she hits another car a few blocks down, and when she looks over. Uh, she sees that Tom Tom is dead. The yep. cop has shot Tom, and she's very devastated. She starts crying. Is that and, what it was that the cop shot him, or that he died in the accident? Uh, I yeah. I always presumed it's the cop that shot him. Okay, but it could have also been he died from the accident too. I never thought of it that way. But he, yeah, he, he could have died from the accident. 
Yeah. I, I, but I, I think, I think, no, because I, I think I was looking for it, and I think, you can look now if you want, uh, while I'm talking here, but I think when, right as she drives off, you can see that Tom's, like, wilted, to, like, he's not, he's, he looks, he's limp. yeah, he's limp, like, he looks yep. out of it, but. No, yeah. I, I did notice that, because I wondered if he got shot at that point, and I was watching his, his body in the passenger seat to see if it was just kind of flopping around and it did look like it was flopping around. I think he got killed from the gunshot wound, but he might've just been knocked down in the car accidents with did him in. I'm pretty sure you're right, but he's definitely, he's dead. We know Tom dies. So, you know, he's got the airplane curse. Tom is dead. And Kate is very, she starts crying. She's very devastated about it, but she sees a cop car coming. So Kate does what she does best. She's born to run. And so she gets up, she runs and we see that she leaves the airplane behind. So we, now we kind of see, why she yeah, goes good. back for it? Well, I I was confused by this because I thought she she would grab it, but she leaves it behind. So I'm confused by how it gets into a safe deposit. Me box. too. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm guessing that that'll be explained somewhere. There's some machinations that it gets there, possibly. But yeah, it's a wonder why she didn't grab it then and there. Obviously, emotions are high and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I can chalk it up to. Yeah, I mean, not, not everyone's most efficient, especially when they're emotionally strained. Correct. So that's fine. Uh, but at the end of that flashback, which is the end of the flashbacks for this episode, we get a little, you know, we we get back to the Sawyer ring, as you want to call it. Yes. So you're grilling Kate, and he presses for the truth from Kate, and mm-hmm. here Kate admits that you know she was with the marshal. She was wanted, and she got caught. She will be going to jail. Mm-hmm. But she upholds that she did not poison Mike. Now, I how mean, do you, so did you think Kate poisoned Mike still? Or do you, like, do you think she's doubling down this whole time? Or are we like, oh, maybe she actually didn't? I started a question, maybe she didn't. but She does a good job of it. Yeah, but, but she's being very literal here. She did not poison my So I, I wondered him. Um, we know Saeed's like the human lie detector and Locke trying to bypass him <laughs> by trying to be like technically right. Is yeah. she trying to be technically right here? Of like, I didn't poison Mike. I tried to poison Jin. <laughs> I didn't even do that. I poisoned po- the water bottle. To trying to poison Jin. <laughs> so I take it as whatever it is. She, while she gives this impassioned, like, you know, she upholds, I did not try to poison you, Mike. Mike takes a step back, right? he recoils away from Kate and gives the passport uh, to Sawyer and kind of just walks away. Uh, we'll soon learn that he, he gives back the spot to Sawyer. So Kate's off right. and looks like she has no hope of winning over Mike, at least not by tomorrow. But the the departure time seems to be. Uh, yeah. But along with Mike walking away, we see all the other survivors, like Charlie, Hurley, uh, Claire, they start walking away from Kate. And even even Sawyer, the last one, he just walks off. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. She's just, she's a pariah now. She's just completely on her own. Like, yeah. she's lost all credibility with pretty much everybody. Because her secret is out. And they also have this quick shot of the, the airplane in the sand. Uh, they did the toy airplane. Yep. Oh, I, oh yes, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I just thought of that like, oh, look, there, the airplane hit a, hit a beach, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But that's about it. So we get back to the raft building. 
Uh, they're finishing up the raft. Helen's watching. And Jack comes up to her. And here's where we get the... The, the the big reveal, but not the biggest reveal of right. Jack tells son, Hey, you know, Jin looks pretty determined to get off and I'm pretty sure you don't want him to go, do you? And you know, son admits yeah, I don't want him to go. And Jack straight up confronts son, Hey, you tried to poison Jin, didn't you? <laughs> but Mike drank from the wrong water bottle. And I do like how Jack is like Detective Jack here. He's he's he has solved the case. Yes. Granted, though, he I guess he's had more time and maybe he thought of the poison. It's like you know, the only person who could know about this type of poisoning would be Sun. Sun does seem to know a lot about like the herbal treatments and plants and whatnot. Yes, yes, and they've been setting that up for quite some time. Yeah, makes perfect sense to me how she was able to poison yeah. someone. So and Sun immediately admits that you know she does not want. Jin to die out there. She didn't know what to do. She doesn't want to hurt anyone. She just wanted to stop Jin. Yeah. She just confesses everything. Complete polar opposite to Kate, by the way, who kept doubling down. Every double, triple, quadruple. Ah, she just kept oh, doubling down. I know. And you know, it was an accident. It was not meant to get Mike. And Jack says, "Hey, I don't plan to tell the others." <laughs> which they they don't need to know. Yep. Which is another act of discretion. Another one. Yep. Another act of discretion. Oh, so good. Uh, I love Locke so much. I do. It's so good. It really. Uh. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna ask. What? Where do you rank this episode in terms of all the others? Oh, interesting question. Uh, so I've I've gone back and forth on this. Um, I I think. Boy, I. I, it's like my lowest rated nine, or I think it is. Really? It's, you think this is worse than the greater good? I like this more than the greater good. No, I like the greater good a little bit more. Um, but it had more lock in it. So, <laughs> but I think I, basically I'm trying to decide if I like this more or less than Tabula Rasa. I think I like it more. Okay. So, so that would put Tabula Rasa as my lowest nine. And this a step above that, so no, I'm happy. Well, it used to be your favorite episode until um, uh, Confidence Man, right? Yeah, it's that now, is now your lowest ranked nine, and many yes. others greater than that. Yes, because you spoke very highly of Tabula Rasa. You're very happy. Tabula Rasa, I mean, it's it's a really good episode, but right. uh, it's yeah, it's it's not it's not these things. It's not. But yeah, I I would put this in between Do No Harm and Tabula Rasa. Okay. Fair enough. So, we, uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, she confesses, and Jack just kind of tells son, hey, Jin is certainly... He tells it to her straight, Jin's leaving. You need to get your goodbyes in order. Yeah. Oh, this is what it is. Oh, except not according to Mr. Sal. They will not be leaving. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's plenty that, that son could do to try to prevent this but it would require them to actually have a conversation and that doesn't seem like it wants to happen no <laughs> so now we get the night fire talk as lost likes to do three three conversations in particular the night fire talk <laughs> the night fire talk yeah we get the first first conversation sawyer and kate and this is them kind of making a bit of amends or kind of the war is over the, the war is usually known it's over yeah, and, over and it appears Sawyer won. Yeah, it looks like so- Sawyer's definitely won the war. He's come out. I don't know if he's even come out bruised a bit. I guess he had to use a nuke. 
So you know he can't, well, he can't I, use I, it again. But I would I would say he's significantly bruised because he he nuked the relationship that meant the most to him on the island. It did, yeah. It, it cost him the 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 only thing he seems to really have valued on the island. Oh, and so so this this. Okay, I, I like that you said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got all, okay, good. Okay, so Sawyer tells Kate uh, that he's back on the raft. You know, hey, it, kind of his victory lap. I made it back on the raft. Set sail tomorrow. Yeah. Gotta pack my things. And you know, Kate's like, "Oh, did you come here to apologize?" And on Zilla Sawyer's, I'm not. I'm not the sorry. I'm not the say sorry type. You know, don't suit me. <laughs> but you cornered. You cornered me, okay? And you know. You forced you forced me you forced me to out you so that is what it is. I mean, she really kind of did. She totally did. I Sawyer Sawyer played his hands beautifully here, and he did it properly. You know, he he didn't want to use his nuke, I think, but mm-hmm. Nuki had to, and Nuki did. Yeah. Um. So, but Kate asks a question to Sawyer before he leaves to go do some packing. Of you know, why do you? She knows why she wants to get on the raft so bad. Why do you want to get on the raft so bad? Which is a great question. I know you asked this. Why does Sawyer I, want to leave the island? I, I keep wondering. Right? And Sawyer says, there ain't nothing on this island worth staying for. Which is which is a bit of a dig. Because Kate, just give a bit of advice. This is a bit of a dig towards Kate. You, well. definitely, you definitely could view it as you're not worth staying for. You could view it that I, I, I think I think it is somewhat of that, but just in I, general. I viewed it differently. I, I viewed it as... The one thing that was worth staying for is now gone. That's that's what I mean by that. Yeah, like like there's nothing to stay for now. Maybe yeah. there was, but there's nothing to stay for now. But yeah. he is still a bit cryptic because we don't know his original reason of why I wanted to be on the raft. That's kind of his yes. now reason. Yes. So, don't quite know his original reason. This but... is a really this is a really sad scene. This is this is kind of tragic because they did have a connection. And it and it's gone. I mean, it, it, I don't want to say it's quite gone. They seem to mutually like. Sawyer doesn't seem mad at Kate now. He he knows why Kate did what she did. She she wanted you know she's a criminal. She doesn't. So Sawyer knows why she she he you know he knows why she did it. And Kate, well, Kate wants to know why she he fought to stay on the raft. And this yeah. is Sawyer's answer. So I think I don't. I don't think they hate each other as much, or they've destroyed the relationship as much as you're saying they did. I think there's kind of like a listen, kind of like two friends negotiating some sort of term, mm-hmm. like they understand, hey, this is this is business, this is different than friendship. That being said, though, I do think it has you know affected their relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's but I don't know if it's outright destroyed it. It's definitely taken it some steps back. Yeah, well, I mean, you've you've seen future episodes, so I assume you know whether or not it's been destroyed. So <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to yield that to you. But Thank you, I'll uh, I'll yield the time. Thank you. <laughs> but I do think that this is this is a pretty big amount of damage mm, that they've done. Together, so. It's a nuke. It's a nuke. It is a nuke. But things can heal from nukes. Look at them. Look at Japan. I suppose. Pretty well. So uh, the second conversation at Nightfire Talk. Is Walt and Mike, and here we have a bombshell dropped for Mike, Oof, uh... and in another bit of bombshell by Walt. <laughs> uh, you know, Mike he thinks he's feeling better and he'll be all right by tomorrow, and Walt admits he's the one that burnt down the raft. Wow! And he tells he's like, I didn't want to leave, and I tried to stop you. I'm sorry. And Mike 
comforts Walt, okay? It's okay, Walt. And listen, if you want to stay here, you know, we can stay here. We, we don't have to go. And all Walt says is, <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't, I don't know what Walt saw or what Walt's feeling right now, but Walt wants to get off the island. Oh, man. This so, is... This is a shift. I'm surprised you're not high this Raider is like, I, know, I thought we wanted to hear more. I, this episode, I gotta really think about it. I think it was the last two a lot, but this this could be a top three episode for me. I just really like it. It's it's really good. And honestly, like, every there, there's nothing really bad about this episode. I I guess I I was so into the the what what happened with Walt here and in the previous scene. I wish I had more of it, <laughs> and, and and that's the only. So I, I have a little bit of a, a, a sour aftertaste because I want more Walt. Well, maybe this is a bit of a telling of what's to come in the finale. I and I'm sure if it is, I'm going to love the finale. No, okay. Well, we have a son and Kate as the final night fire conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh. Son informs Kate that Jack knows, but thankfully for Kate and her reputation, this would have really plummeted her stock. Uh, that Kate or Son did not tell Jack it was Kate's idea. Son does not think Kate should be punished for trying to help her oh, <laughs> poison Jin, which is, by the way, this just kind of shows what Kate has like. Kate. Also wanted to poison Jin. This was not her trying to help Son in like a oh I'll be helpful to you, Son. It no. Just just as just so happens that um she wants to spot on the raft. You know she helps Son poison Jin. No 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 no. Yeah. no. This is maybe Son brought it up. Well, actually no no no. Son said it was Kate's idea. Never mind. So Kate just yeah. positioned it to Son as hey I have a way we can get Jin. So your idea is actually spot on. Is exactly what Kate tried to do. Leverage Son. Uh, in Jin's relationship, though not in speaking terms, more of poisoning and terms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is pretty extreme. Extreme, but I extreme measures the, call for extreme they, actions or whatever. They were on a time crunch, I suppose. Yeah, words were not enough. Actions speak louder than words. I guess so. So, we also hear a very sad phrase, or not phrase, but sad thought, Son recalls from when she was a little girl uh, that she thought, you know, once she found the man she loved, she would be happy forever. And Kate just utters, you know, yeah, me too. Hmm. How sad. I wonder who she meant by that. Probably Tom, but. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she meant, you know, Jin. Maybe she meant Sawyer. Oh, whoa, yeah, Sawyer. Maybe she meant Jack. We, we Jack, yeah, well, yeah, that that's still a thing. I mean, I, I, my the assumption is it's Tom, but <laughs> yeah, the problem definitely is Tom. You can maybe try to reach it to Sawyer, but certainly Tom. Yeah. Uh, so this episode, I, I thought you, uh, after how you said you should, I thought you could just, uh, part of your higher nines. This will probably be one of my top three. I'm assuming top three, probably. I just really like this episode. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's criminally high. I just really like the episode. No, it's not, it's not criminally high. I mean, it's, I, I've got it in uh, number eight right now. 
and eight out of twenty two is pretty good. Okay. You know, but I might. I'm not sure. I got, I got to think about it more. What it what it sink in a bit. But oh, you what, know what? Though, hold on. I have it ranked behind. Do no harm. I think I need to rank it ahead of do no harm. I want to ask you for that app you use to rate each episode. You said that there's a favorite character. Yes. I'm I'm really curious. What's the favorite character? Is it Sawyer? Yeah. <laughs> like this is why the, the I'm telling you, this episode's ranked low because it's a Kate episode and people are sexist. I I don't know if people are sexist or they just don't like Kate. <laughs> I I think people are sexist. Mm-hmm. I, I like I really like. I I'm noticing this more and more that a lot of the people who do these ratings are racist and sexist. They just are like. Oh yeah, what was Saeed's episode? If you can recall that, who's it was name? like point one points higher than this one. I think it, it was like. Uh, no, no, I mean, who was the favorite character for Saeed? Oh, episode? yeah, I, I, I can, I can check, but it was. Uh, oh, that's. I mean, if it, it wasn't Saeed, I'll be dumbfounded. I'm sure it was Saeed. That one was, that was easy, but yeah, uh, it was Saeed. But okay, it was only forty six percent who voted for Saeed. Really? What was it? Was second in the Saeed episode? You're never gonna guess who the second one was. I'm say Locke. That's what I would have thought. No, it's Jack though. He was only four percent Locke. Well, no, because, because Locke, uh, Locke's like the antagonist in that episode. It's like a fully serious. Yeah. Is it? Is it Jack? No, Jack is number one, two, three, four, five, six behind, the... behind Boone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, Boone got ranked. Out. Wait, what's Boone's ranking? Number he, five. 3%. He already. Wait, how is he still listed there as a character when he's already dead by the greater good? Because people are gonna vote for white men. Well, who who second? I really don't know now. You you will not. You would never have guessed. I had to rack my brain to think what he even did in this episode. It's Charlie. What? What? Yeah. What did he do in that episode? He tried to calm down Turniped. Oh yeah. Huh. That is criminal. What percent did he get? 31%. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That is criminally. That is criminal. Yeah, and and in this episode, Born to Run, now I will admit that I voted for Walt as my favorite character in this and episode. I, listen, I, I would not vote for Kate as my favorite episode, probably. Because she's, she, she's the antagonist, kind of. She's the antagonist, yeah. I guess, but I mean, I, I frequently like the antagonist. I can agree to that, but she's the antagonist of, like, I can but, see why but, she wouldn't get the favorite here, though. Sawyer was ahead 53% to 29%. And I, I, could, I would I would argue to ask you how she was rated in Tabula Rasa, whatever the case I, may be. I, I can check that, but... Let me know Tabula Rasa, because that, 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 that's where I think you're, like, she should be the clear. I mean, maybe so, not she's a fugitive. By the way, this is, um, the, the name of this app is TV Time. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, it, I remember you said it, it before. I it's a great app. Time. Whatever the case may be, she was number one, sixty percent. Okay, makes sense. And then number probably... two was not Sawyer. Number two was Shannon, of all people. Look at that! Now the women are getting some showcasing, Mister. All right, I guess so. I guess so. I can understand why Kate did not get the favor for this one, and I would put Sawyer over Kate to be honest in this episode. 
Really? Yeah, probably. Just in terms of like, well, okay, well, what's the bird metric? Are we saying for like the? Because I don't know if kids. I mean, her 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 position is clear. So she's just gonna do whatever it takes to get on the boat. Mm-hmm. Sawyer has made this decision to like. The Kate Kate shoots down their relationship, and so Sawyer decides to nuke it, which is fine. If he's back to the corner, eh, maybe I would give it to Kate. I don't know if I'd give it to Kate. It's I mean, hard. It's a rough decision. I gave it to Walt. So I know, I know, you gave it his own way. Oh, what did he get? Probably like a what percentage? He was, he was fourth. He was in fourth in this episode. Yeah, understandable. Six percent, I think. And what? Locke got third. Uh no, no. So okay, it went Sawyer fifty three percent, Kate twenty nine percent. It's a pretty big gap. That's a massive gap. Um, oh no, Walt was third. Sorry, six percent. Uh, Sun was fourth at five percent. Then oh. Charlie and Jack at two percent. Locke is way down at one percent, which is insane. Okay. Insane. How is Locke behind Charlie in this episode? Yeah, Charlie's just kind of all happy go lucky. So. <laughs> Ugh. Well, here's what it is. But you should be more excited for these finales coming up, right? Three episodes. Maybe there'll be two maybe there'll be two more show opera episodes, maybe there'll be three more till the finale. Or till yeah. we're all done. We'll find out, let you know by the next episode. Uh then we'll have a recap. And for those of you that don't know that don't watch uh the leftovers podcast which you really should and absolutely pretty, you should pretty criminal maybe you're a bit of a kate character yourself if you aren't doing that fugitive mm. maybe even but we do a recap at the end of the season and the leftovers it's only 10 episodes of the season so we just say our our entire ranked episodes 10 to 1 uh, we give ourselves a two minute timer i'm better than mr sal at keeping pace with the timer at least according to last time because last time is all that matters I'm not even sure that's true. I'm putting that out as a proposition, and I'm going to stick with it. So, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that's actually the case yeah, either. Yeah. I think I think you you were really good. You were good. I did go over my timer quite a bit because I was trying to trying to hold the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're we're gonna. But for Lost, we're gonna do top five favorite episodes and our bottom five favorite or bottom five episodes just because we're not going to go over what, like 25 episodes in the season that'll take too long and right can't remember exactly. every episode top five bottom five perfect so we're going to do that and i also want to tell you next episode uh mr sal you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it i i, I have the feeling on that okay and i'm gonna go out i'm gonna say that there's going to be a scene that i know you're gonna love okay and I'm trying. I want to tell you one kick that's part of the scene, but I don't want to spoil it. So I'm just gonna say, I mean, Jack is prevalent throughout the finale. Obviously, he's one of the main characters, so this will not be a spoiler. When I say there is a scene where Jack is within it, that I know might be your favorite scene of the episode, and you will. This next one, not this next one. Okay. This yeah, this very next episode, uh, Exodus Part One, and you will come on and be like, ah, oh, car. You won't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so good. I was I was so happy. But uh, you'll know what I'm talking about once you once you see the scene. Okay. This is this to me is probably the best scene for me. 
at least when I thought back, now now I haven't seen it in a while, but when I saw the first season, this maybe it's near the end of season one, which is why I remember it so well. But I thought this was the best scene. Okay. At least when I saw it, I was like, wow. So I'm I'm excited. Can't we'll wait. See, we'll see how you feel, whether you feel the same way. Uh by the time. way, um this is not the only time we're gonna have to contend with this double episode nonsense. Oh, did they do it again in another season finale? They, they do it several times. They did it with a season premiere at one point. So it doesn't happen in season two. But in season three, um, the finale... No, it doesn't happen in season three either. Take that back. In season four, they, the finale, uh, again, has two parts back-to-back, same night. Okay, I, I am... I'm not a. I'm not. We are not a law. We're not a court of law or anything. We don't speak consistent in our ruling. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm going to say right now. That's true. Uh, season five has a a back to back episodes for the premiere and the finale. I I don't understand this. Doesn't mean it's three. It it says that episodes. There are 17 episodes in the season. Episode 16. It says it aired on May 16th. 2009 uh-huh. episode 17 it says it may, aired on may 13th 2009 <laughs> is that an error it has to be it's got to be a mistake imagine, imagine airing the wrong episode of television though <laughs> <laughs> imagine it was like the day of the week there's the error they go oh crap we aired the finale instead of the penultimate well air the penultimate like two days later quick <laughs> yeah okay there's one other thing i have to mention that's just an interesting little tidbit and i don't know if if you know about this, I, I don't think that you do. So, Doctor Ernst, yes, who is your your well, boy from the beginning? Yeah, but yeah. All right, he he. I, I just was looking at his IMDb page. Oh, why are you looking at the IMDb page? I'm looking at characters' IMDb. Well, no, I, I'm looking at the actor's IMDb page. Okay, not the character. Okay, and it says here that he was in something called Lost missing pieces oh i i was gonna talk to you about this at some point do you know what that is no okay i'll tell you what it is so lost the missing pieces it's it's very let me make sure i i get this right when i say well i'm confident enough in this lost uh the missing pieces they released a bunch of little small tidbits to kind of help breach together and i think i'll watch at the same point it, it aired between two of the seasons yeah between so Lost and Missing Pieces is a series of 13 video clips. And they're all video clips are between one and four minutes long. So it's it basically it's a whole episode of just missing pieces. Missing just, just scenes that... It's cut scenes. Yeah, it's like a regular episode, I guess, in scene length. But the scenes are just from... They kind of glue together parts of the episodes that happens. And Arts is actually in that. He's actually he's, he's actually a pivotal yeah. part in the, in the little clips. We actually see more of arts in those clips, and this this missing pieces airs between season three and season four. So I I was thinking about, I was going to tell you about these these when you get closer to that about hey, we're, let's watch uh, the missing pieces and do an episode on that. But yeah, so the missing yeah. pieces, it's basically just like the length of one episode. But okay, yeah, I wonder just, if that's even on Hulu. I don't actually know. Oh, uh, if not, I'm sure it's it's somewhere. But yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can sort that out, but yeah. you don't need to see it. It's not, I don't think they're required, but it's just uh, a small, you know, 
Okay, you say it aired between season three and four? Yeah, uh, so, and I'll tell you right now, 12 of the scenes were newly shot. One was deleted, one was a deleted scene that they decided, like, you know what, hey, let's show it in. And, oh. and they, yeah, and some of these scenes, like, glue together things, or they're fun facts, or just, there's just something, uh, like, it's not necessary, based on my belief. I've not seen them, but all I know is, like, they're, I, I've heard of, like, two of them of what the meeting BA is behind them and whatnot. So I know, but based on my understanding, it's just, uh, glue some things together. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, we can get to that when we get to that, but that is, uh, oh yeah, so it, it, if you wonder what happened, it came out for Verizon wireless users on Mondays from November 2017 to January 2018, so. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, so over a few months, they released one clip to Verizon users, but afterwards they were released on ABC's website a week later for a free streaming, so they're they're kind of webisodes so they're, they're they were kind of made to hype up the next season and whatnot interesting so, like i said nothing critical in them but some nice things uh, probably something you'll like is more world building and just you know not not super thorough i mean they are kind of like i said all of these i believe are throwaway like they're, they're not critical to the main story at all like you could keep watching lost never watch this and you'll be fine Hmm. They pay homage, so I'm not. I'm not sure. I believe you, but okay. 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 Uh, That's I'm my not, understanding. I haven't seen them either, to be honest. I'm not sure. I believe you that they're not critical. Oh, okay. I, I bet they are. <laughs> I'm pretty confident they're not critical. I'm pretty confident they are. Oh, okay. As a parent, I'm pretty confident these are critical. Ah, uh, congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you well be excited you're gonna see one of maybe it's not my favorite scene anymore but i i would argue one of the best scenes and i'll have lost next episode that's fantastic possibly the best and i have high hopes for the exodus coming up here good uh listeners of the show we'll be here next week covering part one like i said part two stop in the air maybe it'll be two episodes maybe it'll be one do Give us five stars. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share the podcast around. What's a good way of sharing the podcast, Mr. Sal? Put you on the spot. You know what you do? What? This only works for people who are parents, though. Okay, as a parent, yeah. Yeah. You just go up to random people and say, as a parent, I highly recommend the yeah. Joe Hopper's podcast. Because as soon as you say, as a parent, people start listening. Uh, definitely listen you get more that is a advantage a parent has over a non-parent because you can use the word as a parent and and you know it, there's some weight to that yeah there's, you know there's trials and tribulations a parent goes through that a layman such as myself does not i have never had to change a diaper <laughs> oh, thank god lucky <laughs> so the trials and tribulations you've gone through as a parent very important word slogan. Congratulations, by the way, again. I haven't said oh, so already. Thank you again. Oh, okay. And if you want to email us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>